Good morning, everyone. It's 9 p.m., which means it's 2 a.m., it's 10 a.m., it's 8 p.m., it's 6 p.m., and as always, it's anytime, anywhere. Brought to you by a new unreleased Sprunk, the tropical blend, tropical whatever the hell it is, rain. So actually, did you see how fast I just did that intro? The math is becoming second nature because it's just a little bit of math. <laughs> also, we inch closer. In fact, we're a little over a week now from 100 episodes. Yay! Give me the canned applause or whatever. Nobody claps. It's fine. Screw you guys. Anyways, I actually have stuff to write, to talk about today. Yeah. So, the first thing I'm going to do is pick on Angel a little bit. I, I've, because, you know, during the Monday Night Special yesterday, everybody got picked on a little bit, and she wasn't there, so she has to get picked on a little bit. I was telling her today... I saw a picture of her from when she was five, and I was like, yeah, you look like Dora. (laughs) I wish that this was a video podcast so I could show you guys and you can compare so that you don't just think I'm crazy. But I used a a close-up of her eyes and compared it to Dora as well as her haircut when she was five. And I was like, hey, look, it's Dora. And she was like, bruh. Her dad looks like Jackie Chan. Her mom looks like Demi Lovato. She's like, those are both accurate. And then I told her she looked like Dora. She's like, no, I was like, okay, whatever. So that was the very one of the things I did today. Uh, another thing I did was I made Captain Professional Big Brains fried rice. You may have already seen on Instagram how I've been asking people. Uh, I put a picture of the fried rice I made next to the fried rice from Asahi's last night. And ask people, which one did I make? And I've actually confused some people. So I'm proud of that, because that means my fried rice is... Yeah. You know, back in the day, (laughs) uh, when it started out, every iteration of the fried rice had a marked improvement. You could tell that there was improvement in it. Uh, But lately, it's really just been, all right, where is my ranking with the Chinese restaurants? Because my fried rice is getting to be top tier. I've got Captain Professional Big Brain's recipe, which I've been making small modifications to. For example, the fact that I learned that you can't cook with sesame oil because of its low uh, heat capacity, heat tolerance. So you actually have to use a second oil to actually coat the wok with. And I did this today, and I I was like, oh my god, I actually didn't end up um, burning a bunch of stuff to the bottom of of the wok. So I can thank Angel for that. I'm like, where the heck were you back when I started making the fried rice? You know how many times that I've had to scrape out this wok because everything was stuck to the bottom and I couldn't figure out why, even though I was using oil? And it's like, you're supposed to use the highest possible heat. That's how you get the best flavor. And I always never wanted to use the high heat because I'm sick of stuff getting stuck to the bottom, specifically eggs. So now I'm also considering making the rice in a different order. Like, I've watched videos and stuff where they tell you to do the eggs first. I'm going to try doing the veggies first, then the eggs, then the rice, then the meat. I used to do it eggs, veggie, meat, rice. Now I'm going to start doing it eggs, uh, sorry, veggies, eggs, rice, sauces, sesame oil, soy sauce, MSG, and then the meat at the end. Unless I just want to throw the meat raw into the pan, then the meat will go first, 
which will give me natural oil in the wok to which I can add a little bit more, get it really hot, and then throw in the the veggies and the... Actually, I'd still throw, do the veggies first. Like I said, now it's we have the recipe. Down. We have the ingredients down. Now we're really trying to flesh out a recipe to get the best wok hay, which for those of you that don't know, that's like the body of the of the rice what what makes have makes it have its characteristic flavor so i've really been thinking about that a lot because obviously that is cheaper than thinking about planes but it's still upsetting because i haven't had to fly in six months and i was a little bit discouraged today because i got a thing from mesa asking me to fill out my hours and i did not exactly meet what they wanted and i was like well I'm going to try and email them and convince them of otherwise. Nothing but positivity around here from now on. We went out for a nice mile and a half run and then a mile and a half walk. Eh, walk. <laughs> uh, if we drinking game, take a shot every time Shadow says fried rice or walk. We're all going to get messed up over here. Uh, yeah, so um, Angel was paying attention today when I was making the fried rice, and that's where we found out this new trick. So, I'm gonna have her on the phone more when I do dumb stuff. I was I was not having a good time chopping the onions and the garlic, though. Holy crap, I needed to sharpen the knife, and I was tired, almost cut my finger four times. So, you guys may remember last night how my dad was like, ooh, Jeddle can't tell the days of the week anymore. I'm like, you're right. The time zone difference. <laughs> it really feels like... I was telling Angel this morning something about how something happened on Sunday. Literally Sunday, two days ago. And it feels like it's been a week and a half. And I was like, what the heck? And I, I realized, you know, when it's morning for me, it's night for her and vice versa. So every day I go through two nights, basically. Hers and then mine. So it really feels like I'm having two days a day, which means I have a whole week in about three days. So it's just, I don't know. I'm, and I, yeah, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. It's weird. <sighs> what immediately comes to mind is that song 24 Hours by Wretch32. And that and the bridge where it goes, that 24 hours was an awesome week. Which is really <laughs> what it's been feeling like. Now I just need to get a lot more so maybe I am getting more done than I think because every time I think I'm getting nothing done in a day it's really because that's a 12 hour period not a 24 hour period I don't know I've been packing up my apartment keeping the podcast going um I don't I don't know that's pretty much all I've been doing doing a little bit of work at Wawa apparently I worked 20 hours last week I don't know how I don't remember working that much, which isn't that much. That's half of an actual week, but still, it's more than I thought I did. And, I don't know, time is all messed up. Somehow I can still tell time. I can still estimate time just as well as I can estimate a bunch of other stuff. I told the kids today, the ones I was talking about, that I taught airplane stuff, uh, motorcycle stuff, that I'm probably going to give them one of my old motorcycle helmets when I move, because it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit me, so I'm probably not going to keep it. Why does my phone keep locking? So, 
my dad made a funny joke. For those of you that don't know, right? Like I I bought my EFB. I bought my iPad from PSA before I left. One of the iPads. Because they were replacing them with new ones. So they gave me the option to purchase the old one, which I did. And they still haven't got it to me. And I've been going back and forth with IT and the training department for over a week now. Over two weeks, actually. Still don't know where my iPad is. So my dad made a joke of how, wow, you can get a package halfway around the world faster than they can get find your iPad. And you know what? He's not wrong. I sent a first class, not even priority mail. I sent first class mail, right? Like the cheapest of the cheapest mail from here to... Philippines to to send Angel some presents and they've arrived in Manila already and you know because they went Miami, New York, Manila, now they're on their way to destination. And they got there and we still have no idea where this freaking iPad is. It's somewhere in the United States. Meanwhile, my package went 9300 miles and we know where it is. So that's an L PSA, just so you know. That's a total L on your part. <laughs> Where is my iPad? I paid for it. I'm about to ask for my money back. Like, what is this crap? So, oh, oh, I forgot to mention about that helmet that I'm giving that kid. It looks like Speed Racer's helmet. It's a Bell Riot Boost, and it's like a it's a three quarter face helmet, which means it doesn't have like a chin plastic. It just has like the back and like a face visor thing. And it's got, like, some black flames on a white helmet. It's so cool. It looks like a Speed Racer helmet, kind of. Yeah. It's a really cool helmet. But again, and I spent, like, 150 bucks for it. But I never got to wear it because it doesn't fit properly. I've worn it once, or I have worn it once or twice. But every time I wear it, I get, like, a headache. It, like, squeezes my temples. I don't think that it was the wrong size so much as it was the wrong shape for my head. I, I don't know. The only time I've had a helmet that fits correctly was my Siddiqui Aperto, which is the one that I was in the accident in and I can't wear anymore. So, and then, and that was also a three-quarters helmet, but then I wanted to get a full-face helmet in case I got a sports bike, and I also wanted one with Bluetooth. So my current helmet, which is some Amazon brand ILM, this or that, it was like 60 bucks and has Bluetooth, but it's it fits decently well, but I think it's too big, and it gets kind of heavy when I ride for long periods of time, so... I guess I'm going to go looking for more helmets eventually, but that's really, really low on my priority list right now. So now the last thing is the, I don't know if you guys know about the Venturi effect, which is something in aviation. It's one of the fundamental principles of how lift is generated. And it's the idea that as you, if you have constant velocity air through a tube, constant pressure air, and then you have a throat of a venturi, which basically means you'll have a... The air will come in, and then the passage will get narrow, and then it'll get large again. And the idea is, when the air goes through the narrow section of the passage, right, everybody thinks that the air is going to get compressed because the passage is smaller and you're putting the same amount of air. But air is considered generally incompressible at... Um, subsonic speed so this idea we're not going to get into compressibility but air is considered uncompressible and you know you have air going a certain speed at the beginning of the venturi and you have it exiting at that same speed which means you have a constant speed through the venturi 
Now, the problem is when you get to the closure part of the venturi in the middle where it squeezes, the air still has to go through at the same speed because otherwise you won't have the same amount of airflow out as you did in. How are you going to have air go the same speed through a smaller opening? Well, what's going to happen is the pressure is going to get lower to allow that more air to get through. So it's an area of low pressure. And basically, the idea is kind of the same, because if you take half of a venturi away, the shape you get mimics the top of a wing. Basically, the top of a wing has a camber. It's curved on the upper portion instead of the lower portion. It's the, the surface area on the upper part of a wing is larger than the bottom part of the wing. So when air goes over the top, it has a larger distance to cover than the air on the bottom. However, when airflow gets separated at the leading edge of the wing, the same air has to meet up again at the trailing edge of the wing, which means the air above the wing is has to have a lower pressure since it has to go farther, has to go faster. So that's one idea of how lift is generated. And then the other one is Newton's equal and opposite, which is basically... If air is coming off of a wing going down because the wing is curved, it's pointed down, that downward force is opposed by an upward force, and that upward force is lift. You guys just learned how a plane flies. How about that? That's a uh, lift. Now you just need to learn weight, thrust, and drag to understand the four forces that act on a plane in flight. Yay! I think I would tell you guys a story about Steven at Wawa, how I, I said, Steven's going to be a pilot. And I was like, Steven, what causes a plane? To-? Well, I called him Steve. I'm like, Steve, what causes a plane to fly? Weight, lift, thrust, drag. Good job. You know what any of those mean? Nope. That's fine. You know what the four words are. Good enough to be a pilot. <laughs> but in it really is that simple. You have the... The, you have lift, like I just described. You have weight, basically gravity. You have thrust from some source. Jets push air. Props pull air, basically. And, I mean, they also push air. We're not going to get into that craziness right now. And then drag, which is just, you know, drag is comes from a bunch of different forces. You know, inefficiency of a system, um, imperfections in the creation of a system, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Doesn't matter. You guys learned some airplane stuff today. You heard what we're going up to. I don't have anything funny for you guys today. Uh, I don't even know. I was going to think of like a, a byline joke and I was just like, I've got nothing. I could just send you guys some Instagram reels, which for most of you that listen, I probably already did. So until I come up with something funny, I'm going to give myself another 24 hours and cut it here. See you tomorrow. Bye.